The psalmist writes in Psalm 95 and verse number 6. He says, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. The title of our program today is Come, Let Us Adore. To adore means to cherish, treasure, prize. It means to worship, it means to glorify, it means to exalt. There is really only one who is worthy of adoration and his name is Jesus. This morning I want to give you three reasons why he is worthy. Number one, this morning he is worthy to be adored. He is worthy because of his grace. Because of his grace. There's never been a time in my life when I understood or appreciated grace like I do today. See, grace literally means freely given, unmerited love and favor. We need to understand that Jesus loved us before we were lovable. He loved us and he cared for us when we had absolutely nothing To offer him. Even when man didn't love him, he still loved us. Even even when man hated him and rejected him and despised him, he still loved us. In fact, he loved us so much that, uh, that he gave his life for us. During this Christmas season, we need to take time to adore the Christ of Christmas. The first reason is because of his grace. I'm going to give you three attributes of the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Number one, it's unconditional. Unconditional. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, he says, God saved you by His grace when you you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Paul continues, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast. We need to understand that there are no conditions to God's grace. Think about that for a moment this morning. There are no conditions to God's grace. You see, if there were, it wouldn't be grace because grace is unmerited favor. God's grace is available to everyone, regardless of who they are, regardless of what they have done. But not only is His grace unconditional, but also it's unbiased. To be biased means to be prejudiced. It means to show favoritism. A person who is biased will ignore the one who is most qualified and will pick the one they like the most. Jesus came to this earth to save everyone who would believe in him, regardless of their race, regardless of their social status, or any other factor. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11 says, For the grace of God has been revealed, offering salvation to all people. John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe upon him would not perish but could have 
everlasting life. Not only is His grace unconditional and unbiased, it's unfathomable. Unfathomable. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 14 and 15 says, God's grace overflows in you. It says, this gift is too wonderful for words. God's gift of His Son and the grace that comes with His Son is unfathomable. It is beyond understanding. It is beyond our grasp. It is beyond comprehension. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 18 and 19 says, Who can comprehend the height and the depth and the length and the breadth of God's love? It is too great to fully understand or comprehend. There was a sign on the side of a plumber's van that read, There is no place too deep, too dark, or too dirty for us to handle. And so it is with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is no one too far away from God. There is no one that is too deep in sin. There is no one into such darkness of sin that the grace of our Lord cannot reach. Come, let us adore. Let us cherish and treasure. Let us worship and let us exalt. Why? Because of His grace. Billy Graham tells the story of how he was driving through a small town one day. He was pulled over by the town policeman and ticketed for speeding. He had to appear before a judge. And when the judge asked him if he, had, if he pleaded guilty or innocent, Billy Graham replied, Guilty, Your Honor. The judge struck his gavel on his bench and, and told him what his fine was. All of a sudden, the judge realized this was Billy Graham, the famous evangelist. The judge said to Billy Graham, you have violated our law, sir, and the fine must be paid. But I'm going to pay the fine for you. Billy Graham says the judge took out, took out his wallet and paid the fine for Billy Graham. And then he took him to a local restaurant and bought him a steak dinner. Billy Graham said this is an example of what Jesus will do for every single sinner who will repent and trust him. This is a wonderful picture of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. During this Christmas season, may we not get so caught up in all the trappings of Christmas that we fail to adore the Christ of Christmas. I'm giving you two reasons why Jesus is worthy of adoration. Number one, because of His grace. Number two, because of His gifts. Now, I could stand up here all day and talk about the gifts that we receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. I've narrowed them down to three. First of all, may we not forget about the gift of the Scriptures. What a gift this is to us. You see, everything we need to know about how to live our lives, everything we need to know about spending eternity in heaven has been written down for us in Scripture. 
Every question in life has been answered for us, either directly or indirectly, in Scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says, All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful. It is useful to teach us what is true and to help us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. But not only did He gave us the Scriptures. He also gave us the Spirit. Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit to open up the Scriptures to our understanding. See, the natural mind cannot grasp or fully understand the Scriptures, and so the Holy Spirit illuminates the Scriptures and reveals to us the depth and true meaning of the Word of God. I want to challenge you this morning. You should never open up the Bible. You should never read the Bible. But what, first of all, you have asked the Holy Spirit to illuminate the Scripture. You have asked the Holy Spirit to enlighten you and to show you and reveal to you the deep meaning and truths of Scripture. John 14, verse 16 and 17, Jesus said, I will ask the Father to give you the Holy Spirit, and He will lead you into all truth. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10 says, but it was to us that God revealed these things. How did he reveal these things? By his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. Not only does our Lord give us the scripture and the spirit, his gifts also include the saints. See, Jesus understood our humanity. He understood that as powerful and as effective as the Scriptures are, and the Holy Spirit is, He understands our humanity. He understands our struggle with faith. Psalm 103 verse 14 says, The Lord knows how weak we are. He remembers where we came from. He remembers we are only dust. See, Jesus knew we would need a support system. And this is why he created the church. This is why he gives us the gift of the saints as a support system. Turn and look at your neighbor this morning. Let me tell you this morning, they are God's gift to you. Because when one is down, someone else is up and can offer a helping hand to pull them up. And later when they are down, the one who they pulled up previously can now pull them up. I love the old story of the little boy who came into his parents' bedroom in the middle of the night during a severe thunderstorm. His father said to him, go back into your bedroom, son. Jesus will be in there with you. But daddy said the little boy, Right now, I need someone with skin on. (laughs) See, Jesus knew there would be times in all of our lives when our faith would be shaken and we would need someone with skin on. And that's why he gave us the saints. Paul writes in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, Share one another's burdens. 
title of our program today is Come, Let Us Adore. It's the Christmas season. Christmas is the time we celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's His birthday. The celebration should be about Him. We should throw Him a birthday party. Come, let us adore. Why? Because of His grace. Because of His gifts. And because of His glory. See, we should not just adore Him for what He does, but also for who He is. I said we should not only adore Him for what He does, but also for who He is. See, even if Jesus didn't do not even one single thing for us, He would still be worthy of adoration simply because of who He is. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? What are His credentials? Why is He worthy of adoration? Let me tell you why he is worthy this morning. Because he is equal with God the Father. See, Jesus isn't lesser in importance than Father God or the Holy Spirit. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 6. He said, speaking of Jesus, says, though he was God. Though he was what? Though he was God. He did not think of equality with God. Equality with God. Something To cling to. See, you need to understand this morning. Some of you don't don't understand this. You need to realize and understand and know this morning that Jesus is not second in command behind God the Father in the pecking order. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are all equal. They are equal in power. They are equal in glory. And they are equal in importance. They only differ in the role they play and in the position they hold. Don't get confused this morning. There are not three gods. There is only one God. But this one God manifests Himself in three persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is equal with God the Father. And He is Eternally existent. Jesus didn't get his beginning in the womb of a little virgin girl named Mary or in a manger in Bethlehem. He got his human beginning there, but he has always existed and he will always exist. John 1 verse 1 and 2, in the beginning, the word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. We understand the Word here is speaking of Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus said in Revelation 22 and 13, He said, I am the Alpha. He said, I am the Omega. He said, I am the First. He said, I am the Last. He said, I am the Beginning. And He said, I am the End. Why should we adore Him? Because of His glory. He is equal with God the Father. He is eternally existed, existent. And number three, He was endorsed 
by God the Father. Matthew 3 and 17 says, A voice spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved, this is my dearly beloved Son, and I am well pleased with Him. I submit to you this morning, anyone who receives the endorsement of Almighty God is worthy of adoration. Why should we worship Him? Why should we adore Him? Because of His Glory. Luke chapter 2 verse 8 says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize Him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others. The armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heavens and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Why do we adore Him this morning? Because of His glory. First Chronicles 29 and 11 says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and the earth is Yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and Yours it is to be exalted as head over all. Matthew 25 and 31 says, But when the Son of Man comes, He will come with all His glory and all the angels with Him. Then He will sit upon His glorious throne. Our takeaway this morning is He is worthy. He is worthy of our adoration this morning. Oh, He's worthy because of His grace, unmerited love and favor. He is worthy this morning because of His gifts. Oh, thank God for His wonderful, unspeakable gifts today. But above and beyond everything else, He is worthy of adoration this morning because of His glory. Come, let us adore. Would you lift your hands and your voice and give Him praise and glory. Adore Him this morning. He is worthy. He's the King of kings and He is the Lord of lords. Give Him praise and give Him glory today. Would you bow your heads this morning, please, all over this room this morning. Do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior? God loved you so much that He gave the greatest gift that has ever been given when He gave His Son, Jesus, to do for you what you could never, ever do for yourself. Have you received the Christ of Christmas? Has He become your Lord and your Savior? As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed in this room this morning, if you are not 100% sure of your salvation today, If you're not 100% sure, if you were to die before the sun sets this evening, you're not 100% sure that you would go to heaven. You want to be 100% sure. You want to know that you know that you know that your name is written in heaven and you're ready for heaven and you're saved today. 
you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if that's you this morning, would you lift your hand up really high this morning and let me just recognize that you've lifted your hand. God bless you. God bless you. You can put your hand down this morning. How many others this morning? Just lift your hand up. Make sure that I recognize that someone has lifted a hand today. Thank you in the back. God bless you. You can put your hand down. Anyone else in this room this morning? There are two hands. Thank you. In the second row this morning, that's three that have lifted their hand. How many others this morning as we wait in the presence of God? The gospel has been presented today. And the gospel is presented. An opportunity for salvation needs to be given. Anyone else this morning? Anyone else in this room? All right, the three that lifted your hand. I want you to pray a prayer with me this morning. There's no magic in this prayer. It's simply a means and a way of you turning and away from your sin and turning to Christ as your Lord and your Savior. I want you to repeat this prayer with me this morning, not just words, not just from your lips, but make them meaningful, make them from your heart this morning. If you'll pray this prayer, believe it and mean it, God will save you today. I don't want just the three to pray, but I want everyone to repeat this prayer with me so they're not having to pray it alone. Pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I recognize I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I also understand I can't save myself. I can't do anything to save me. But the good news is, I don't have to. Jesus already did for me, on the cross, what I could not do for myself. I recognize I'm a sinner. I ask forgiveness for my sin. I ask Jesus to become the Lord and Savior of my life. I place my faith, my trust, my hope, my confidence in what Jesus did for me on the cross for my salvation. Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Can we give the Lord a shout of praise in his house today? You gave your life to Christ today. You prayed this prayer. You need to tell somebody. You also need to be baptized in water. Let Pastor Sean or one of our staff members know, and we'll get you on the list, and we'll get you baptized in water. Made the greatest decision you've ever made in your life right then.